Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, Here we are in uh, May, and we've been talking about uh, believing prayer for quite a while, uh, which has been been a fun thing. And it's kind of indicative, interesting enough, it's, it's a little bit indicative of that prayer isn't just a list of stuff for God to do. And, mm-hmm. and we'll see you later. It's it's what you and I've been doing, which is just dialoguing. Just dialoguing, uh, right? And that's the life of God. And there's, and this is part of the important truth of it is that um, there's no system to it, mm-hmm. and there's no timeline to it, and there's no, you know, milestones to it. It's just life. You get to be with God. Like in this mm-hmm. is we, we we said this at the beginning. We keep repeating it. Is Christ said, you know, hey boys, uh, to his disciples, you really haven't had to pray because you've always had me. In essence, you've been praying, uh, right? Because we've been in dialogue. So I know you're concerned about that, but hey, guess what? It's not going to change. Uh, matter of fact, it's going to get even even easier because uh, you don't even have to be ten feet away from me. Now you can just be anywhere. And I'm with everybody and every person and I can answer every person all the time. And by the way, I'm going to ask you questions and I'm going to make statements to you and I'm going to intervene and I'm going to interject uh, because I care about you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to keep inviting you to enjoy that. He said, now there is there is an important piece, which is he said, I've demonstrated this to you. He made statements even to them. He said, first of all, um, Jesus speaking, I never did anything except what the Father spoke. Right. Um, and I've been anointed, uh, have spiritual connectivity. I can talk to him all the time. And mm-hmm. he can interject all the time and he can uh, intervene all the time. You know, right. and again, just, you know, a couple of cool examples. And of- we've seen demonstration after demonstration of that as Jesus walked with him, just where he's checked. You can tell he has checked in with the Father to see what he has to say and sometimes the father even changes what his plan was you yeah, know yeah and uh and so he he understood that and said now um so i've been teaching you to operate in that same way and mm-hmm. it's it's surrender your will and seek mine and again you know just uh he and these are emphatic statements that he made uh he talked about it, i'm sure all the time with them but you know, when Peter says, hey, I'll never let anybody anybody harm you, he said, you know, get behind me, Satan, because you have mm-hmm. the things of man primary to the things of God, which is indicative of you didn't pray to me. You right. didn't you didn't come to me. You didn't, didn't ask, ask me, me what I had to say about that. You know, yeah. what what is my will? And so mm-hmm. remember, seek my will uh, like I did the father. And you can do that all the time uh, because you're connected abiding in the vine you're connected to the relationship the prayer life is to be 
experienced all the time as just a beautiful enjoyable life with the with the beauty of God who cares about us and he says ask me any question I'm going to intervene for you I'm going to check you I'm going to confirm for you um, I'm going to ask you questions and and we're going to have a good time together um, mm-hmm. and so that's what you know that's what prayer is all about uh, and so we've been you and I have been having a good time with it and part of it is then don't look at it as well I need certain things done would you do them rather right. I got certain things going on and I'd like to talk to you about those great mm-hmm. come and talk to and me and that's part of relationship and intimacy which we talk about all the time yeah. we we want to be dialoguing just like you would dialogue with your spouse in doing life together we want to have that level of knowing simply being with God and having conversation with him day in day out in the normal things that we're facing right yep and then the the other side of that is the surprises and everybody I've talked to my life your life Linda's life if we look back over the last five years let's say mm-hmm. and we could we could uh, let's say um, categorize the times and the things that we've been surprised by mm-hmm. it would be over the top because we would have never thought right. I would be involved in this at this point it wasn't it wasn't a thought of mine at all but, mm-hmm. but God says here uh, I'm going to redirect you because I have a surprise for you um, right and it's the and to me that's the the fun the adventure of well this ought to be interesting uh, mm-hmm. to walk with God because he's leading us into beautiful places uh, by the way not absent of trouble uh, which right. we keep reinforcing but um, it'll be beautiful places that I would have never thought of and particularly uh, when we have difficulties and issues and and problems that we're trying to get resolution to and then the answer comes mm-hmm. and the first thought I would have never thought of that I would have right. never thought that way what I love <laughs> that reminds me truly of the truth in Jeremiah 33 3 yeah. called me and I will answer you and tell you great and mighty things you do not know and I know we've shared on here so many times before but that translation for mighty isn't just supernatural it's it's not just mighty things you don't know but it is supernatural things that you could not know if you didn't ask me right that's right um so we've been talking uh one question that came up um as we've been in this discussion is um is the god of the new testament particularly through through our understanding of who jesus was Mm -hmm. different than the god of the old testament um it's in, in in a sense as they say it seems that way, right? Um, and when I when people say that, I say, well, what do you what do you mean by that? You know, mm-hmm. well, it's seen and it, it's always around really a, a pretty common uh, thought. It seems that God is way more loving in the New Testament and way more judgmental in the Old Testament, right? Um, and so. Does that mean that it was only for a time and he's really not judgmental anymore because it all changed? Mm-hmm. Um, and the answer is, well, not really. Uh, why? Well, we went through it last time. Is uh, It says Christ is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. In other words, eternally God, God has been mm-hmm. the same, is always the same. 
and by definition and this is just something that we need to uh, retain is if he was changeable mm-hmm. then he's not really God right because uh, God then would be less than, than, than everything right and, and less than perfect <laughs> less than perfect and less than holy and uh, so by definition he's the same because he's God himself and he is the same right so the question is, well, what, what, how do we understand what we think is difference? And right. how, do, how do we how do reconcile we... what felt like harsh, judgmental, you know, somebody's turned into a pillar of salt <laughs> with him sending Jesus to die on the cross and so full of love and grace and redemption. How right. do we reconcile those things? Right. Yeah. Right. And that's where the, what's called the whole counsel of God is to keep yes. processing all of it. But, uh, and remember, uh, Paul wrote, all scripture is inspired mm-hmm. and profitable and to be usable. And Jesus himself said, um, I haven't come to abolish the law. Right. Because that would mean if he was changing it, he would have said, yeah, that stuff is old. Yeah. Get rid uh, of I'm, it. That's I'm introducing it. new. Mm-hmm. And so just follow the new. Jesus said, no, what, nope. Hey, everybody, we need to understand something. I haven't come to abolish the law. And he says this, and this is why it's so critical. He says, everything will be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Everything is true. And he says, every jot and tittle. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we got to know what that means. And uh, as a student and went to seminary and studied Hebrew, um, Hebrew is is only consonants. Mm-hmm. The words. And the vowels or the meanings are demonstrated by dots, jots, Mm -hmm. dots above letters, and tittles are little slashes. Uh Uh-huh. So he says every jot and tittle is still true and going to hold up. So he says, Mm. don't even take the word and say, well, that doesn't mean anything anymore. He said, no. Everything about that, including the way the jot and tittle was done to prove it, mm-hmm. is going to remain. It's it's valid. So the Old Testament and the New Testament are all inspired words of God. They're all to be followed. And the key is something did happen mm-hmm. to help um, interpret and provide more uh, meaning to things. And that's Christ himself living on earth to demonstrate it, one. And then he went to death and was resurrected, which solved a problem. Mm-hmm. And the problem was that we're required to be holy because God is just and he can't be satisfied other than justice. And he had a sacrificial system that he had set up. We talked about that last time. But ultimately, it was it was temporary, not permanent. Right. And, and he said, I'll make it permanent by what? I'll do it myself. I'm the mm-hmm. high priest and and the sacrifice. I forgave everybody once and for all. Um, and this is important when we think about forgiveness, because this is, by the way, why a lot of people don't forgive is, well, yeah, but justice hasn't been served yet. Um, mm-hmm. And until justice is served, I'm not forgiving them. And I said, well, you got it all backwards. Right. Uh, I said, the act is I forgave everybody equally once and for all. Everybody's been forgiven. And he mm-hmm. says, um, I don't have to repeat that. It's been done. It's completed. 
Um, and he said, so I need, by the way, I need you to have that same heart to remove the requirement that they have to do anything for you to have your life. So you can forgive them because there's nothing they have to do for you to have your life. Now, for right. them, they still have something to do. Um, he said, I forgave everybody, but is everybody reconciled? No. No. So b my act of love, which is permanent mm -hmm. and done for everybody, it's only experienced by who? People that have received by those it. By who reconcile with Who me. said, yeah. You know what? I'm not perfect. I can't mm -hmm. get there on my own. It's a gift. You did it on my behalf. I received that. And now would you come into my life so that I can, through faith, have eternal life with you? Yes. Right. Uh, and if you don't, and this is, this is important, has the requirement gone away? See, no. No. And that's, that's what we got to understand is that is that justice has always been there. It's it, the requirements stand still. Mm -hmm. And the only remedy is to receive what he did for me. Cause he said no longer, by the way, is it even possible to just go sacrifice animals? Mm -hmm. Why? Cause I did it. You have to believe that not right. follow a system. You have to believe that. Okay. Uh, and justice stands Why? because the requirement really hasn't gone away it's been satisfied in a certain way, you have to receive that certain way. And so when you think of the gospel, the word means what? Good news. Good news. Okay, now, um, by the way, let's, let's, go, let's go read this real quick. Because uh, we, we, we know that the gospel is spoken in the New Testament, no problem. Mm -hmm. But let's go back to Isaiah 61. Mm, I um, love this passage. And, and just read uh, verses one through uh, four. And remember, uh, when Christ started his ministry, um, he goes to the synagogue in uh, Nazareth. And uh, his first public statement, he's there in the synagogue and he stands right. up. And we can find this in the book of Luke. Luke, Luke chapter four, uh, Luke chapter mm -hmm. four, verses 16 to 21. Uh, they hand him the, the book of Isaiah. Right. And by the way, the book meaning a scroll. Right. Um, so he unscrolls it, unrolls it, and reads Isaiah 61, 1 to 4. He reads these verses. Um, and he says, today, this has been fulfilled by me. Mm -hmm. And I'm, the good news, salvation, is this. And this is what I've come to do. By the way, it was given in Isaiah, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years before this. Right. Uh, okay, so just read Isaiah 61, 1 to 4. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild 
the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Yeah. So um, the word, I've come to preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's the word. The gospel yeah. is the good news. Okay, what's the good news? Is that, um, how about now, mm-hmm. regardless of what's happened to you, um, and, and look at it in two simple ways. One, that um, I didn't understand that I was separated from God, and I've been living a life separated from God. But today, and so my life has been a struggle, or my life has been miserable, mm-hmm. or I've tried and tried and tried, and I can't get there. Um, today, I realize it. He said, mm-hmm. welcome, welcome. How about today? Come and live with me and be with me. It doesn't matter. You're young, old, uh, bad, good. Um, the requirement's the same. Justice has to be served. And now come be with me. The good news. Okay. As a mm-hmm. believer, you said, well, I did that already. But, um, and we'll talk about this a little bit further. Um, I haven't lived with him. Mm-hmm. I've gone back off on my own and I got a lot of trouble. Um, and he talks about that. You're in bondage. You are oppressed. You've lost something. You're grieving. You're sad. You're heavy. You've ruined stuff. By mm-hmm. the way, that's the way of the world. Um, he said, well, how about today? If we go now and let me resolve it for you, the good news is what? I can restore all of this. Yep. Even when you've contributed to the injustice of it all. Right. Um and that's the good news. So so we need to understand the good news is both Old and New Testament. Mm-hmm. It's not just salvation and eternity uh, to be with God. It's life with God. And I offered and restoration. it. I offered yeah. it and can restore things all the time. My nature, and this is what he's trying to show us, is that you look at my nature in the Old Testament as judgment. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's invitation to life. Mm. And I've always been that way. And I'm always that way when? Today. How about right. today? The good news is it doesn't matter what's happened mm. to you. I can I can do it. That's always been my nature. Um, I've just given you an opportunity. And the difference is that you, in the Old Testament, had to perform sacrifice and then and then be anointed by the Holy Spirit. Other Other than that, you just had to work at it really, really well. Now, Mm -hmm. he said the new covenant is, it still stands. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm -hmm. But it's now I put myself within you to give you the power to live the very life that I have. And and you you don't have to live in judgment. You don't have to live in injustice because my life is going to resolve that. For what? For who? Those that have a heart to go. And by the way, if you don't, justice still stands and my nature hasn't changed the truth of that hasn't changed okay so let's look at um kind of the buildup of that so go to deuteronomy 30 and read verses 11 through 20 uh now this is um uh after uh abraham uh the covenant i'm going to bless you to make you a blessing and he goes through by the way uh all kinds of verses in the old testament the covenant is eternal. The covenant lasts mm-hmm. for a thousand generations. The covenant is always 
and that's why it still exists today. Right. Um, and he, and they had the covenant, and I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, and you got to you got to fulfill your part of the deal. Um, well, remember, Deuteronomy is written at the end of the 40 years of wandering, mm-hmm. and they failed, and never received the covenant. A whole generation, right. Moses and two million people, died outside they of God's get will. Didn't get to go in the promised land because they didn't, and all they said is, "We're not going." Mm-hmm. We're not willing to go. And he said, well, then you've disqualified yourself from the promises that I have for you, which are valid and real and they're available, mm-hmm. but you said no. So you suffered for right. that. Okay, so they did and they died. And they died in the wilderness, wandering around for 40 years in literally hellish, what I call hellish uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Hot, no trees, nothing, no fun, no joy, just just existence. Uh, boring. Um, well, then he says to Joshua, now Deuteronomy, which Moses is transferring the information, um, well, do you want to go? And if you do, you need to understand something. If you're going to experience what I'm going to give you, there's a truth about that. There's a justice about that. There's there's uh, uh, my nature about that. And this is Deuteronomy 30, 11 to 30. Go ahead, uh, 11 to 20. Go ahead and read that. Sure. For this commandment, which I command you today, is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. It's not in heaven that you should say, who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us that we may hear and do it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may do it. See, I've set before you today life, and good and death and evil in that i command you today to love the lord your god to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments his statutes and his judgments that you may live and multiply and the lord your god will bless you in the land which you go to possess but if your heart turns away so that you do not hear and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them i announce to you today that you shall surely perish you shall not prolong your days in the land in which you cross over the jordan to go in and possess I call heaven and earth as witness today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice and that you may cling to him. For he is your life and the length of your days and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob to give them. Yeah. Uh, So he said, this isn't difficult. Um, you don't need somebody else to tell you. You don't have to go find it. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's what you're hearing me speak, and it's available for everybody. There's no right. spiritual maturity needed. You don't need to go to seminary. You don't need to be a, a religious person. It's to my children because he's talking to everybody. Right. Um, he's just I, saying, but choose me. I set before <laughs> you. Life. Um, because of free will, I set before mm-hmm. you life and death, blessing and cursing. Mm-hmm. He said, "The I stand, and this is the covenant, I stand ready to deliver life and blessing. Mm-hmm. Not only will I, I stand ready to, I'm committed to it, and you can be guaranteed I'm going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. 
um, and by the way this is important and we'll get into this when we get into the discussion of the supernatural it doesn't matter what the circumstances are mm. uh, so don't think there's a limitation to that well yeah but I'm in right. real, I'm in a real mess or the economy's really bad or oh my gosh my banks are fa-, you know um, yeah uh, yeah but no he said none of that matters to me because I'm superior to it all um, right. But he said, and in fact, even as you look at that, I was just going to say, I think, um, and we'll get into this again when we talk about life in the supernatural. But when we, if we truly believe the resurrection and believe in resurrection power, is there anything that is more of a challenge than that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like really stop and think about that for a minute. He literally physically rose Jesus from the dead. Right. If he is capable of that, do you really think your little issue, yeah. <laughs> no matter how big it feels, is bigger than that? Yeah, I can handle it. I <laughs> that can he doesn't it. have authority over that. And so we've got to get our head around truly what resurrection power is. That's right. And what he is able to bring back to life. Yep, that's beautiful. Um, and so I set before you, uh, he said, because I set it before you, I'm, I'm asking you to choose life. Mm-hmm. If you choose life, I will deliver it to you. And you can be guaranteed of that. And there's no arbitration to that. And there's no limitation to that. Mm-hmm. And there's no partiality to that. He said, it's a choice that I stand ready to give. And you just have to receive it by choosing right. to, be, to be with me. And then he describes it. And read verse 20 again. So he, he says, this is what it means to choose me. What it, read that again. Okay. So he sets it out. Yeah. That you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him. For he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. Yeah. So uh, dwell in the promises that I give you, which are covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, have a heart to follow me. Uh, be obedient. Obedient is, and we'll talk about this, is that the word there is have a heart to hear and let me give you the power to be to follow cling mm-hmm. to me until you get to that point so it's just basically stay right. stay with your choice is just stay with me right um, right and i'll deliver it to you um and then he says in verse 17 he said you'll know that you you have walked away when you stop mm-hmm. hearing hearing me speak mm. that's why we teach abiding that's why we teach hearing from right. god is that uh, it's a beautiful capability, beautiful uh, opportunity, beautiful truth that we can hear him. We can process him. It's, it's going to be centered on his word. But when you stop hearing from him, he says, yeah, you've walked away from me. So he mm-hmm. said, recognize that. And when you recognize that, and just come on back. Right. Um, and then we'll continue. Um, but I don't force it on you and it's not guaranteed. So my nature is the same today as it was then. Mm-hmm. The choice is still Yeah, when there. you read that passage and you see the beauty of what he was offering up to them, you look at the backdrop of, of judgment you know, and what he was allowing them to choose one or the other, you see the same beauty and graciousness and mercy that you see in the New Testament. Right. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, it's still there. Um, so he says, I step before you life, and if you do choose me, um, I'm going to give you, and of course Christ spoke of it, is I'm going to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to restore to you 
because he said the things that I that Isaiah 61 says which was true then is even more true now because that's what I've come to do and right. not only have I come to do it and demonstrate it but now I'm going to place myself within you mm-hmm. to be able to fulfill it to receive it because why that's what it, that's what the gospel is all about the mm-hmm. good news isn't hey you get a ticket to heaven the good news is yes you're going to spend eternity with me but your life starts now let's let's go um, okay now the question is what about believers um, do we still have a choice to make and the answer is yes so mm-hmm. go go to Romans chapter um, uh, first of all seven uh, 24 and, and I'm going to set it up okay. is that um, Paul describes hey I got a problem um, right. I would like to follow God but my nature and he said it, it's a truth of the sin nature I can't do it by myself the harder right. I try the more I fail mm-hmm. and it's not because I don't want to I want to but when mm-hmm. I try in my own flesh, which is the sin nature, the flesh, the self, um, I fail. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so now read verse 724, and he just says, because of that, I got a question. What, what yeah. does he say? A wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from, my bo- from this body of death? I yeah. thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, so that with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Yeah, so he says... Since this is true, mm-hmm. I'm a believer, but I still right. have a, I have a still sense in nature. I know that I'm supposed to please God to be able mm-hmm. to receive the covenant life, the abundant, superabundant life. Um, but I can't do it on my own. So right. who, who can possibly save me from this mm-hmm. awful situation? And and he says, by the way, if the answer would have been nobody. He would have actually said, you know what, there's nothing more to say. Good luck, everybody. See you in heaven. Right. Um, He said, no, thank goodness, it's Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the answer is Romans 8, with all the fullness of that, that says, you don't have to be stuck there, but rather, you know, come and be with me. Okay, now, first of all, uh, just read verses um, 8, 12 to 14. Because okay. he makes a statement. He's, he's talking about this issue. And what does he say? He says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. But if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Okay, so he gives the, the answer and says, I know you got a problem. Um but you're not obligated to be stuck in the problem. You're not a mm-hmm. debtor to living in the flesh, which is self, and I can't get out of it. He said, rather, it's more normal to be led by the Holy Spirit, who's going to guide you into the fullness of the life that he has planned for you. Right. And, it, and it's his work, not yours. And so if the Holy Spirit is leading, what are you doing? You're following. Well, you're then right I'm following. <laughs> he said, so the key still mm-hmm. old testament was the same new testament's the same you have to follow me let me lead you and guide you i'll give mm-hmm. you wisdom i'll give you wisdom i'll give you the insight i'll give you my will and now i have it within you which is actually easier so is it easier in the new testament yep 
it is easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it different? No. No. The requirement is still there. It's just I have the ability now to have Christ within me, the hope of glory, to live it out. Okay, so we're we're again running up against our time, but we'll continue this with the thought of actually it hasn't changed. Mm. Um, the beauty is still there. The opportunity is still there. Interesting enough, the judgment is still there. Right. Um, and now it's a choice based upon the power of the resurrection that is now available to us to what to be living within us and be led by that spirit all the time every day because I just have to be with him to seek it and live it out you know and so we'll talk about about that next but but the, we're getting to see now nah, there's really no difference um mm-hmm. and that the life is there it's always been there the judgment is there it's always been there how do we respond to that and then we we can understand it so we'll we'll get into the more of this even here in Romans uh, next time when we when Paul fleshes this more out about why it's the same and at the same time why we have the opportunity to, to enjoy it. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. If this is raising questions for you, send them in to us at questions at yeah. afjministry.com and we would love to talk about it. I um, hope you're enjoying this discussion. I think this is a very practical one for yeah. all of us. Yeah, and funny. if we haven't struggled through it ourselves, we know somebody who has yeah. <laughs> or is in the process of. So it's a great one to be dialoguing about. Yep. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.